You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. What to do, baby blue? Man, how long's it been? It's been a while, two weeks at least. We actually had somebody reach out and ask if we was all right. Brennan, the drummer yeah. for Oh yeah. Bradley Gaskin. Yeah. <laughs> and well, he it was very thoughtful. Yeah. So like I wanna give him a shout out. Yeah. I appreciate it. He's like, Man, I've been following your story and I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's nice. You that's know? That's nice. He's a nice dude. Yeah? How was your week? It, I mean, it's hectic. But it's been a lot better this week than the past two weeks. I haven't had a fever this week. I've not been sick. That's good. <laughs> yeah, the kids haven't been sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's not... It's been good. It's been good. That's awesome, man. I know you've had you've had a lot going on. Uh I posted something on our Facebook page, which I'm not very good at, by the way. Uh, I, I don't look at my Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> it's less hours. So it's kind of, so I apologize, everybody out there likes to keep up. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So do you want to talk about all yeah, the things? Yeah, I mean, so I guess we would start by uh, so two Sundays ago. Uh, I went to Indianapolis for some training. Super excited. I stopped and picked up Damon, which is one of our number one followers and supporters. Mm-hmm. And we went to Indianapolis. It was Super Bowl Sunday. And we got to a sports bar right at the time that Usher was performing. By the way, what did you think of that performance? I liked it. Did you? Yeah, just because, I mean, I love I, I love Usher. What I think so funny is the photo that's floating around the internet about, like, this is your work wife and husband. Oh, God. The way he was hugging up on her. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I think anybody who is talented enough to perform in front of that many people deserves to give some, you know, credit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He deserves respect for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's no easy task. Mm -hmm. And they just, they don't pick one-hit wonders to do that. No. No, you know? He's got a catalog on him. I wonder if you even get paid to do that. You don't. Really? Super Bowl, you don't get paid. Wow. So it's just like, here you go. Mm-hmm. Opportunity. This is just getting your name out there. I mean, he had a residency in Las Vegas. He's it's pretty much, I mean, he's already been to his uh, peak of his career. Yeah. And which ultimately for the Super Bowl, that's kind of what they do. They get people who have uh, been famous in the past like 20 years you know except for the rolling stones they were famous you know 50 years ago but i haven't seen a performance and i love music that i was just like that was impressive yeah yeah i mean they were all good but nothing that like moved me besides the chris stapleton national anthem yeah yeah i mean that alone that was impressive i think the issue i don't know that you can be moved by one of those performances because they have to be so short, you know. You don't have a lot of time to do. You see, you do as They're much as you can. They're not doing slow songs. No, and and you can't. That's 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 kind of one of the. That's why you'll never see a country artist up there. I don't think because 
it's got to be uh, popish. It, it has to be mainstream. It can't be like one, which I mean, with Usher, he's R&B, but he had, he had some, you know, <clears throat> rap twined in there. But, right, right. But, I mean, that kind of goes hand in hand. But honestly, if you look at what's cool to the average American or the average NFL fan, it's going to be a pop genre. Right. Or rap or. What, was it the uh, year that the Cowboys played when they had, at one time, they had like Hank Williams Jr., Travis Trick, Clint Black, and I'm thinking the Judds. This was in the 90s. Yeah, it would have been in the 90s. Yeah, because the Cowboys it, haven't been there and since the nineties, so <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, what did you think about the ending? I mean, a lot. I mean, a lot of people said that he was holding back. He knew what he was going to do, but just me mm. watching it, not even being a fan, I was nervous for whoever had the ball. Yeah, because it's such an epic thing. Yeah, and then so you many had, eyes on you. Then you have the idiots who go online and post it was rigged because they had the hats already ready. They got the hats ready for both teams. Exactly. Yeah. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't hear that on our show. I know. They <laughs> you know? obviously wasn't doing their homework. Right. Everybody wants to be a Monday morning quarterback. So, back to my story. Mm-hmm. We eat at the sports bar, had outstanding hamburgers. I mean, I thought they were just great. Did you get up and uh, dance to you know, burn? Or, I did not. Yeah. I or, did not. <laughs> no. I was getting it. They said one of the dancers fell off the stage, and I tried to rewatch it, and like you can barely see it. But like mm. she was kind of a little viral for a minute. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Two black eyes so, later, it's gonna be sore over the next week. Yeah. <laughs> go so ahead. we go to the room. We had a nice room. It was a Hilton, mm-hmm. really nice place in Indianapolis. Mm. So then we wake up that morning. We go to the office. I'm getting so much valuable information, like. I went to this general manager at the other location, and I, I told her every problem that I was having unfiltered. Yeah. You know, like how we'd talk in the truck or something. And she was, like, giving me so much good stuff. And my phone kept ringing. And I'm like, it's been nine times. Like, is the building on fire? Because mm-hmm. it was another location trying to call me. And she's like, well, that's one of your problems. They shouldn't call you unless it is on fire. Yeah. And I was like, I know, I get it. So we decided to take a lunch, and the manager from Glasgow calls, and she's like, who who did uh, <coughs> who'd you pick up in Louisville? And I was like, Damon, but, like, why are you asking? You know, I, for a minute I was like, mm-hmm. she's trying to be a detective or something. Is she and watching me, you on the yeah, GPS thing? Yeah, me and Damon are like, what? Mm-hmm. So... Anyways, then my sister calls, video calls, and my mom's on the phone, and in the background, looked just like my grandmother's living room, mm. and my mom was just bawling, mm. and like my heart sunk for a second because like I was, I had just ate with my grandmother yeah. that Sunday. We right. all went over there and ate, and she said it's Pa, and I was like, "There's no way it's Pa." I mm-hmm. talked to him Saturday. He was fine, no mm-hmm. complaints, no nothing. So I reckon on Sunday, he was seen around 3 o'clock going into his apartment. He had went to Walmart, got all the kids' Valentine's candy. Yeah. 
that's what the receipt showed. And I reckon he sat in the recliner, took his teeth out, turned on the TV, took a nap, and passed away. And thank God Damon was with me because there's no way that I would have been able to come as quick as I did because, like, it's one of those things. I don't know. It's like, I know we're all going to die. Yeah. There's no way to avoid it. Right. And it comes so unexpected. But, like, it just caught me off guard so much because... I mean, he was 83, he never complained about nothing. Yeah. And when he did, it's like normal stuff. Right. You know? But he taught me how to fish, he taught me how to hunt, taught me how to drive, taught me how to fight. He bailed me out of jail, went to every single court appearance, even wrote the judge a letter, which scared (laughs) me to death, (laughs) because Pa had no filter. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be a little hard. But it it was rough, yeah. you know, because it's like a piece of you that's gone, and then, like, regret instantly sets in because Saturday I called him because I was passing his house. I was in a hurry to get back here with a dress that I'd picked up from my mom's, and I'm like, it wasn't that damn important. Like, I could have stopped. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have gave him a hug, could have done anything yeah but you you never know you really don't know and that's what i keep telling my mom because my mom man she's she's really taking it hard like you know like for instance you know he was found with his eyes closed that they didn't do no autopsy because he was 83 and he was on a lot of month uh a lot of heart medicine yeah but she's like well why was his billfold in his pot in his lap and i was like because the emts had to identify him Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, why didn't they put it back? And I was like, they're not going to do that, Mom. No. But I got to look at it as she lost her dad. Yeah. I lost my grandpa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that alone is just, man, my heart's with people because I've never lost anybody that close. No. And, and it sinks in at night. That's yeah. when it really sinks in. Like when I do my rounds and I call my grandma talk to her i normally call my pa and like i don't know if you've lost anybody close like family member close but like it's a piece of you that like and i know they say you'll meet again in heaven i know that but i also know that the bible says that there's no sadness in heaven and if you get up there and realize that somebody didn't make it not saying that he wouldn't because i feel like he had a good relationship with god at the end was he perfect no are we perfect no No. so but i i don't know if you recognize people there because if you recognize people that didn't make it and you had memory of it you'd be sad right i think what they you know kind of what i've gathered is you know everybody there whether you knew them here or not and there are no strangers in heaven and but at the same time I almost, I almost kind of think that you don't know, but you just know. This is the way I look at it. I've lost every one of my grandparents except for one. How old were you? Uh, I was first one. I was eight. Um, and then the next one I was. 
19. The next one, I was 22. Now I'm 40, and I have yeah. my 97-year-old grandpa who's been in hospice for three months. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you need to go see him. Yeah. Well, you, you know what I mean? I've had fever. I've been sick. Kids have been sick. I've been scared to death. I'm going to go, and that's going to be the straw that... Put a yeah. mask on. Yeah, I don't. That was, they don't work. <laughs> Didn't you learn anything from COVID? <laughs> Man, I know that. I I do. But yeah. I also feel like because my, my mom said this. Mm-hmm. Well, if I would have went Sunday, around the time that it could have possibly happened, I I could have called an ambulance. And I was like, Mom, when your time is up, a mm-hmm. hundred doctors cannot save you. Here's the way I look at that. Uh, from the way you described it. It seems like if he was sitting in his chair and everything was just kind of put all together, that means he took a nap and he was sleeping. He was peaceful. That's yeah. the best way to go, man. Could you imagine if somebody had been there and they would have rushed him to the hospital and they had ripped his shirt off? They would have broke his ribs. Yeah, brought him back with the you know electricity. <laughs> How much pain is that? How much suffering is that? Because you don't know how long they would have drug it out, you know? Exactly. Which, he went peaceful. That's all you can ask for on this, on this earth, really. Uh, according to what the coroner said. Right. And, of course, the coroner sees people every day. Yeah. So he's like, had he... But I guess what eats at me and my mom is, okay, if it happened around 3 o'clock on Sunday... And mm-hmm. he didn't get discovered till eight thirty the next morning. Mm-hmm. My mom's like the door was left open this whole time, and like, you know, she just has so much guilt. So right, like, right. I ask you guys that are listening, please keep my mom in your prayers more than anything. I mean, and I know I probably shouldn't even include this part, but it, I mean, it's part of the story. Um, the next day, he was supposed to be cremated. He had his whole funeral pre-planned, right. pre-paid. He was on top of it. Yeah. Grandpa had a way of always coming up with the money, yeah. no matter what. So my mom demanded that we see him. So I let the kids go because in my mind, I thought we wouldn't be going to the basement. We wouldn't be seeing him on a gurney with mm-hmm. a quilt over him. Right. And that traumatized my kids. Yeah. And it's just it's just hard because you know you look at somebody that you've spent your whole life around, mm-hmm. and it's just like they're gone. Yeah, there's nothing more to say. Yeah, I got voicemails from him that I'll cherish forever. Oh yeah, and I thanked him back in November. I was like, I just want to say thanks for going to the courts with me, for bailing me out of jail, for. I mean, he never gave up on me. Right. Even though I should have been gave up on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, know what you I, mean. I didn't I didn't deserve a grandpa or a grandmother mm-hmm. that were there for me like day one. Yeah. Like on top of it. And it it's been hard, man, and, and they say that it gets easier and I sure hope that it does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think you got days of each. You got days where it's easy and days where it's harder. But, you know, just hearing you talk makes me feel like I'm such 
an awful grandchild or even child. Like my parents, I don't talk to them every day. I don't talk to them every two days. I don't talk to them every three days. Really? <laughs> like, and you I, should. I'll text from time to time, but that's it. And they text. Yeah, a little bit. That's cool. Yeah, mine still don't text. <laughs> you know. But see, uh, I, I got small kids, and they keep you busy. Anytime I can't talk to anybody on the phone when yeah. I'm at home with the kids because they're so loud. They want my attention. Right. They're like a little German shepherd, you know. They want to be, you're yeah. talking to somebody, yeah, yeah, scratch my back. Daddy, can you open this for me? Daddy, will you play uh, Michelangelo? And I want to be Leonardo, and, uh, you know, Palmer's going to be Donatello. I think you're, is that your phone? I don't know yeah. why I did that. That's creepy, isn't it? I it did. just came on. Because I didn't touch <laughs> it. <laughs> so... I just want to say, like, I'll never be able to put together a tribute episode, podcast, video, or anything for what he was to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have people in my life, and I'm not going to say names, but, you know, there was a little span of his, well, not a little, but a, a large span of his life where he wasn't the nicest person to be around. But my kids... They didn't see that side of him. They seen the grandpa side, you know, and that's what yeah. they're mourning. And yeah. I get it. I get it. So, him and my grandmother split in 2001, 2001. And this song right here that I'm about to play is not only the song of the week, but it is what reminds me of him so much. And... It's called Here in the Real World by Alan Jackson. Cowboys don't cry And heroes don't die Good always wins Again and again Love is a sweet dream That always comes true Oh, if life were like the movies I'd never be blue But here in the real world It's not that easy When hearts get broken It's real tears that fall And darling, it's sad but true But the one thing I've learned from you Is how the boy don't always get the girl Here But anyways, it was Alan Jackson's uh, uh, Here in the Real World. <laughs> and hey, 
I'm sure you've heard that song, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that reminded me so much of him. Because, don't get me wrong, and I want somebody to rest in peace. And I understand my grandmother's situation towards him. Yeah. But he was the living proof of he stopped loving her today. Because mm. he did. Yeah. You know? I mean, almost to where he got restraining orders for driving up and down our street <laughs> in the power chair. Yeah. Oh, you wow. know? Yeah. So yeah. He, he, he was never scared of the law. Yeah. <laughs> never in his entire life. That's a good and bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'll never forget one time. And I, and I probably shouldn't even share this story. He, he would probably be like, really? You're going to share that one? He had a little too much strength and run a truck off into a pond. When the law got there, they instantly put him in the back seat. He tapped on the glass and said, do you want this gun out of my back pocket? They drove him home because they knew they screwed up that bad. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. (laughs) He just... and, And he was so strong, like... One of his neighbors said, I tried to be nice to him. He was packing in groceries last week, and I said, you want me to help you? And he said, if I wanted you to help me, I would ask you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and yeah. you just, you had to know him. But he had a, he had such a big heart for my kids and my family. Yeah. I mean, I'll forever be grateful for having him in my life the time that I did. Yeah. And, and I hope he knows how much I loved him. No, he does. I really, I mean, I, I hope, truly believe I hope that. he knows that. Yeah. So, anyways, that is, we're restricted for 10 minutes, and I don't know why. Hmm. But anyways, from our live. But anyways, who knows? Yeah. I don't think I said anything out of the way to you. I don't think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, with all that happening, the following week, I had the opportunity to go to Texas. Mm-hmm. So, we got up at three forty-five on two on Thursday. Went to the airport in Nashville, and I was lucky enough to get checked twice for my suitcase. Yeah, and you're talking about like a nervous wreck, even <laughs> though like, was. and you know how I am when it comes to law and the authorities and all yeah. that. Yeah, TSA is a whole other animal. Yes, and like <laughs> they do not give you a second to even have a reaction. It's like, no, yes, now. Was it just your bag or was it you? It was the deodorant that I had in the bag was too big and they had to test it and it was just a mess. I don't really remember what the problem was because my adrenaline kicked in so hard. Knowing damn good and well, I didn't have anything. Right. But, I mean, they're doing their job. Yeah. So it's not like I'm bitching and complaining. It's just it was stressful on me. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. I'm like, really? But thank goodness it wasn't that bad. Got on the plane, and out of all the flying over the weekend, this was the only time that we were above the clouds for two hours and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. We land in Texas, and I'm nervous because I suffer from migraines, and I was worried about the pressure difference. Mm-hmm. They're 18, we're 10. So. First night kicks off. It's great. 
they have a social hour with the VP and management and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I get an opportunity to drink a beer. And at first, it has been like seven years since I've like fully drunk a beer, like enjoyed it. Right. And I was like, hell with it. I will if I got a headache. So what? Mm-hmm. I woke up the next morning. No hangover. No sleep apnea. Well, you probably still had sleep apnea. You didn't. It, it didn't I didn't have any you. effects. It didn't affect from you. it. Yeah. This went on for three nights. Let me tell you probably why that happened. I don't know, but I'm thinking about moving to Texas. I'll tell you what I think happened. I'm gonna be honest with you. When you're you know here, mm-hmm. you got work going on. You got you know, family. You got all these people who depend on you. You get super stressed. Oh, yeah. And you worry about every single little detail like nobody I've ever met in my life. <laughs> yeah, like asking you, does it smell like dog pee when yeah. you open the door? Yeah, every, every single time. Uh, <laughs> and then, but it's not just when I walk in, it's when I leave too. Do you smell it now? You- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But like, how do you turn that shit off? I don't know. But you got to find you know? a way to reset your mind. Because I guarantee that's what it was. Because you were down there, you didn't have to worry about work because you were there for work. We need to find a mushroom dealer. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I just found a good old cow pasture, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, you wouldn't have to, you know, worry about family really because you just had your loss, you know. There was a little bit of scare that something could happen and I'd be so far away. Yeah. I mean, you know. It's always going to be that gap, you know? I, you don't think it was just a pressure change? No. Really? No. I think in your mind, you knew that you were there. And there was nothing I could do about what was going on. Nothing at home. all. So, therefore, it wasn't stressing you. No, because I enjoyed six or seven beers every single night. Yeah. And, and not like drank to get drunk. Like, enjoyed the taste. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. It was nice. Because you didn't have all that stress on your mind. I got a lot of valuable information. That's good. Information that's going to take me weeks to digest. Yeah. But at the same time, so the very last afternoon, Saturday night in classes, they said, we're going to have a team building event. Everybody has to participate. So in my mind, I'm the type that starts thinking stuff. And the guy says, who cares what people think? When you stand up in front of the whole class, you're not as fat as you think you are. It's like this guy's reading my mind because I'm like, okay, like, does he have a direct connection to my mind? Mm -hmm. So this company that I work for, and I'm not going to say the name, but they are very, very, very well off. They have us break into eight groups with people that we did not know, Mm -hmm. and we had to build eight bikes out of the box a bicycle we mm-hmm. built it then we had to do a commercial about it and like act it out in front of everybody and it was we all failed because the commercial was supposed to be about the client not the bike not yeah. how great the bike was mm-hmm. but how great that the client would be in our bike mm-hmm. at the end they opened the door they gave these bikes to six children that were underprivileged. Yeah. And there wasn't a dry eye in the room. 
Yeah. I mean, and and I mean, I know it's just a bicycle, but it's the that's point. Like that's a lot for a kid. To, it is not going to have one otherwise. Because these kids come in and they're like, "Is it really mine? Do yeah. I really get to take it home?" Yeah. And that was awesome. But the only thing I don't understand about Texas, is their steaks have red in the middle of them. Like it's a thing. Are you for real? Yeah, like so you're I not, had you're filet, not joking. I had filet mignon. All yeah. right. Yeah. And Oh my I got lied like in. I didn't have a choice of nothing else. And they didn't say do you want it well done. They just set it on there. So I ate around the edges because that's how I like it. It was well done. You but like in all the middle the flavor cooked out there of was it? blood in the middle. It's not blood. Well it's just juice. Well, the second party Oh was an God. outdoor party, and they had steaks and fries. Same damn way. Let me tell they you. They didn't finish the steak, man. No, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> That's what that boils down to. I could taste blood. It's not blood. It's got to be. What have else you ever, is it? Have you ever tasted blood? Yes. What's it taste like? It's like a dry, bitter twang. It tastes like metal. Yes. Blood tastes like yeah. metal. You did not taste metal in that steak. Well, my mind said I did. No, you didn't. <laughs> You, you know didn't. how the mind works. Yeah, you're, your mind when it comes I to like food. I like them well done You'd never had flavor. It, but you've never had the other kind. No, never. And how do you know you fish, don't like it? That, well, because I tried it. And I didn't oh, like it. Oh, bullshit. They had fish. <laughs> it's so full. No. You never even had eggs until like three months ago. I, I don't want to hear nothing about food they choices They had fish that had just been on the grill long enough to put the marks on it. And I was like, I'm a not eating that. But a lot of people love that. Yeah. But I just thought, I had sushi before it came. Well, like I thought <laughs> that a lot of people like well done steak, but they don't. No, you nobody know? does. You know, if you've tasted, if you've tasted, like I, I usually order mine, you know, medium. Yeah. But I'm, I've had them, you know, medium rare, and they're delicious. Yeah. But my mind, that's way too much pink. You know. So, if I do medium, which is probably what you had was medium, I don't think they went rare on y'all. No, no, it wasn't, like, no. But yeah. I could tell it wasn't what I normally get. Yeah, it wasn't well know. done. <laughs> so, but here's the crazy thing. So, on the way back, my ears popped worse than ever. Yeah. We were in Kansas City. We thought we had time, but we didn't have time. They were boarding the plane for Nashville. They're like, give me the boarding pass. I was like, I can't find it. And I even took a screenshot so I could do this. She's like, well, just give me your ID. So I set my phone down, get my ID out, show it to her, get on the plane, sit down, realize I don't have my phone. Oh, my God. So he's like, you can go back and get it, but do not get out of that terminal. Yeah, no. And mm-hmm. thank God it was perfect. But my ears popped. Like I had been to a Metallica concert. <laughs> I mean, it was, and we never went above the clouds coming back. Mm. I get home, tickled to death to see my family. Yeah. The dog is more excited than anybody, by the way. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Lay down, wake up, same old shit. Yeah. Instantly. It might have something to do with. A little bit of the dryness, and here there's yeah. so much pollen, and. You know, we started this morning at 60 degrees. So you were in San Antonio, is that right? Yes, and I love it. San Antonio is a little drier. Austin was so humid when I was there. Really? What time of year was it? 
It was in May. It you was know, so humid. San Antonio Airport, though, is like you stepped into a 1994 movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's old school. Like, it's not <laughs> nothing attractive at all. But no. Kansas City, Nashville, beautiful. Yeah, what'd you think of the Riverwalk? We we never left the resort. Are you for real? Because when we I woke up at six thirty every morning. Breakfast was from seven forty five to eight thirty. Classes started at eight thirty. Had an hour lunch. Classes ended at five. Went to the room till six. Then the every night party was from six to ten, where you got to socialize and meet people. Yeah. So there was no time to do anything. So else. you went to San Antonio and didn't get to experience San Antonio. Yeah, the weather. That's it. The river walk. The, the hotel was insane. Y'all didn't go look, didn't go look at the Alamo? No. We we didn't want to take a chance of getting Uber, getting out, and me getting pulled over and having some type of warrant in Texas. That <laughs> Had I you ever been about. to Texas before? Never in my life. <laughs> yeah, so But you know warrants. how my brain works. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking if I drunk the beer, I'm trying to drink beer tonight, by the way. Yeah, I see that. Because when I lay down, I go into that overthinking crap. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. But on the carnivore diet before my grandfather passed away, uh, and we got hit again with another live thing. I don't know if somebody's reporting us or what, but whatever. Yeah. So I lost... 11 pounds from 173 to 162 mm-hmm. and then of course i fell off the wagon yeah and it's been really hard to get back on what did your heart doctor say i know you were going to the heart doctor yeah last went, time we talked i did a stress test i'm about to get another uh, charlie horse by the way i can feel it coming on oh lord yeah it's here comes the effects sure <laughs> like it it's i wish like we doing was videoing this. that one that <laughs> was we freaking went. hilarious <laughs> So how do they do a stress test? They take you and um, you gotta get these little these little probes put on you, mm-hmm. and they uh, shave the parts of your chest. Really? Get it on there. Uh, they don't give you the option to shave before you come. No, they didn't say anything about it. And uh, so when I got there, I looked like I had the mange when I left because she shaved only just a couple spots. And we're getting ready to go to the beach here in a month. So I was like, well, I got to make sure it's even. So when I got yeah. home, and now my wife won't lay next to me because I uh, poke her <laughs> with my little <laughs> little hair. So well, yeah, I'm about to have Charlie. Have you ever had a hernia surgery? No. So you have to shave for that. And I didn't know. And then so they had done gave me the medicine that makes you feel amazing. And she come in there to shave me. And I was like. This is awkward. And I started laughing. And the lady legit put the razor down and said, you can do it yourself. And I'm like, I ain't had this much attention. (laughs) You know? Pamper me, lady. Yeah, right? So Jordan's in his uh, kickoff stage. So, uh, (laughs) you know? I don't know why I do this. Why do I do this here? Like, it's the only time I've got Charlie horses. I'm telling you, man, this house must be cursed you so, know i don't know about that but it's just this one spot so here, here i mean 2020 of july is when my sleep apnea started and i cannot get over it they said if i get to 150 pounds it'll go away yeah you know how freaking hard that is were you at 162 when you're in texas 
probably a little bit more because that was when my grandpa died and I didn't really care what I ate. Right. Okay. Well, I didn't know if that had something no, to do with it, too. No. Because I haven't weighed myself. I've been too scared to, you know? Yeah. So, consume substances featured in live harm health. Must be because I'm drinking a beer on live. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Damon, are you still with us? If so, make a comment. Are so, you going to be all right? I don't know. Like it, I can't get it to let loose. Uh, it like the, cramps up. Like it feels like there's like a crab, like, it's like getting, right at the muscle. Yeah, like it's getting ready to. <laughs> that's a hole. But yeah, I mean, you want me to go see if I have any bananas? No, I'm not. I don't think they instantly work like they that. Don't. No. Uh, but to finish my stress test story. <laughs> yes. Yes. How'd they go? So. But first of all, like when you go in, they have to do like an ultrasound of like your of the area of your heart and like from the side. So you have to lay out. You got to take your shirt off, and you're laying on this on this bed on this examination bed, and you look like you know a, a rose on Titanic, where Jack's getting ready to paint <laughs> her like one of his little French girls. Yeah. So that's why I said that to the lady in there, and they got tickled, but. Because yeah. I was sitting there just laying like that, yeah, my titties out, and <laughs> <laughs> just all stressed out on that table, and she's running that little camera yeah. across me, and it was a little awkward, like, almost right. as awkward as this, but, um, so, she said, well, everything looks good, and uh, I think I think we're all right, so, I went in, and then and that's when they shaved me, Yeah, and they put the little little probes on, and... Then I had to walk on a treadmill. Wow. And it was inclined. Okay. How far did you get? They had to they had to do it until my heart rate reached eighty five percent. Okay. Which I'm not sure how that you know, math's done, but Yeah. So Well, I mean if you think about it, like my position at work, I don't do a lot of exercising. So, like, I'm sure that, like, over time, if you don't pump those blood veins up, you know, they they get caught with stuff. You know, like, it's yeah. almost like cleaning a filter. Yeah. You know, if you work out, you're cleaning the filter. Mm-hmm. But if you don't yeah. work out, it's catching all the trash. Yep. I assume. I don't know. I'm not a heart like doctor. That. Yeah. But, but so, so, what was the results? I mean, I don't know yet. They, they Really? They haven't got the results yet. But, I mean, they said everything went good, and they said that I was in a lot better shape than... Than you thought. Than I thought I was. Well, that's good. Congratulations. It took me to, like, the third, or, no, the uh, you know, fourth level in order to get to 85%. Okay. Usually, people, when they get to the second level, that's when it starts really, really working on to get out of breath, and they're... I, I was getting cramps in my calf muscles because it's all inclined. Yeah. It's like, can you examine these things while I'm here? They're like, are you okay? I said, well, my calf muscles hurt pretty bad. <laughs> but yeah. that, I mean, that was it. But so they said, yeah, you're not in all that bad of shape. Well, good. So congratulations. I never really did get out of breath. Yeah, we should try our fast again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should. We should. I've been trying something that I, you know, heard from uh, Gary Brecca. I didn't do it this morning because I wasn't sure what time I was going to be at work. So. He's kind of blowing up now. Isn't it's he? huge, yeah. yeah. Well, Dana White put him on the spot. And he did. He put him on the map. 
he's kind of well i mean he's been big for a while but he was only big in like certain you know pockets do you believe in that hydrogen water i don't i don't know i think it's like a gimmick it's about like alkaline water well they're just blowing water in it and mm. they did a test where like smart water is the dirtiest water you can drink <laughs> did you know that they no. did like a test in the tube and like you could see the results yeah. smart water is the worst the, I drink the core water, and yeah. I mean water's water, right. but it Some does water taste a little better. bit better. Yeah, yeah. Some like water Dasani tastes water tastes salty. It's got a little something to it. It does, doesn't it? Aquafina. Aquafina I like uh, Aquafina a lot. Really? Yeah. That's an RC product. Did you know that? Huh? RC makes not. them. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Deja Blue is made by RC. Maybe I'm thinking Pepsi does then. Because it it's Pepsi. Dasani Pepsi. is a Coke. Coca Cola, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. anyways. <laughs> well, have we made the announcement on here about. No. Um, I mean, I think we should feature the video. Yeah, yeah. Because, we should. We should. And, and your wife, she didn't realize she was being videoed. She had she? no idea I was videoing. I started just taking pictures. I heard somebody say years ago, you know. She's going to cherish it down the road. Yeah. Yeah. She told me to delete it, like, instantly. As soon as we got done, she's like, delete that now. You cannot do that. Oh, I'm never kids. deleting it. No. <laughs> They're going to love it. But I had heard years ago, she said, uh, well, she didn't say this. Somebody in the interview said, um, as a mom, you are always concerned about getting yeah, pictures of your kids and right. making sure you get them in every single moment. But it happens so often, and the father or the husband never thinks about the pictures. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of their childhood, when you're you know looking back, you have pictures of your kids. But you don't have any uh, pictures of you with the kids. Of the kids with the mom, right? Because well, see, the mom's always. So, I'm always taking the photo, yeah. so I'm not in any of them. So I've made a conscious, you know, effort every time we do something with the kids that I get uh, pictures with her, you know, with the kids, and because otherwise she's not going to have those memories to That's look good. back on. That's good. So I've made a conscious effort in the last few years to do that. Yeah. So we're on the front porch trying to trying to take that picture, holding the ultrasound yeah, photos from where we are expecting our third child. Um, and we were trying to herd cats or zip tie two cats' tails together, which is impossible, by the way. Our kids refused to listen, like, yeah, one of them would listen really good, and then the other one would just go haywire. <laughs> when I was watching the video, yeah. I felt like I needed to shut up and listen. Like she scared me. <laughs> she was and, I, and and like the Otis one. Yeah, like he got a kick out of it. Oh yeah, he's he, like, how far can I really take this? They're so similar. <laughs> he pushes yeah. every button she's got. Yeah, that's what he was sitting there. He thinking. does mine too. But. He was like. Let's just see how far I can go. Yeah, and then when you and get the, the little baby, one, yeah, he was just like smiling for everything. Mm. You know, he thought all of it was funny because she was getting mad. Yeah. <laughs> so what were you taking a photo for? She was trying to take a, a picture of the boys holding 
the ultrasound pictures. Awesome. Congratulations, well, thank man. You, thank you. Thank you. Number but, three. Mm-hmm. Now, I know every parent says, I just want a healthy child. Healthy, yeah. Yeah. But if you could have your pick, yeah. are, you, are you guys trying for the girl? Is that why we're at three? Um. Yeah, I, I guess. Because my wife, she wanted three because her mom had three. My mom had three. And I, I love him to death. But when I found out it was a boy, I was a little extra. Yeah. Even though I love my daughters. Yeah. I would die for my daughters. Yeah. But it was a little extra. Yeah. Let's so, see, we already have two boys, so. So are you gunning for the girls that she wants to? Yeah, I mean, it's not like you can really. No, I mean, you can't do nothing have no about it. no bearing over it. I'm, but I mean, like, if you guys were satisfied with two boys, yeah. would you have tried for the girl? I mean, ultimately, we did try for the girl. Yeah. So we don't know if it, yeah. we don't know yet. We should know actually within the next couple of days. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. If it's a boy, you gonna try for a girl again? No, this is it for sure. Yep. Whose decision sure. is that? Ours. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Hers good. and mine. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, good, man. This, that's that's been a discussion multiple times. Well, if anybody in this world deserves children. I mean, your wife, she was in the trenches, Mm -hmm. and she's made it happen. Oh, yeah. You know, God made it happen for y'all. We talked about, like, when we lost the last one, uh, yeah, we talked about it, and she's like, I just really feel like I I need to have one more. She said, and we'll try this one last time. This is it. This is it. If it happens or not, this is it. So that's yeah. where we're at. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> Spe- speaking of kids, my 18 year old daughter, she officially has a boyfriend now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this started around the time that my grandfather passed away. I actually met this kid the night before. He come over on Tuesday. His name's Dylan. And you never know what to expect. Right. So he come over the day after Grandpa passed away. This 16-year-old boy spent his own money buying two pizzas and a sack full of McDonald's and said, this is so y'all don't have to cook tonight. It's awful, thoughtful. You don't Especially see it in 2024. Yeah. I'm going to show you a message. I'm not going to read it online because he said he listens all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put him on the spot. But I want you to take a second and read this message I got from this young man last night. You going to talk in the meantime? I can. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, folks. <clears throat> you know, I, I told him after this message, I said, I'm sorry if I haven't been super friendly because this is my first daughter that has a serious boyfriend and not a boyfriend that I could write off. Like, Dylan is the type that you pray that your daughters meet. Did you read that? Yeah. What's your thoughts? That's That's impressive. It's not something that you get every day. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get that from any 16-year-old boy in Uh -uh. 2024. No. I mean, and Dylan, if you are listening, I I really appreciate 
you being so nice to my daughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> You're playing you, it right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because had I been a 16-year-old boy with Facebook, I would probably be still in jail. Yeah, that's probably true. Because I was an idiot. That checks. At 16. I was a full-blown idiot. <laughs> so, Dylan, thank you for being very respectful. Yeah. Now, I I don't want her to get married anytime soon. Right. But I'm just saying my hat's off to you, buddy. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, uh, that's uh, respectful. Very respectful message. Respectable. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um. Like, I can't ask for any better. I think that's what scares me. Yeah. Because, like, you expect right. them to be a little cocky. Well, you want your child to be with somebody who appreciates them exactly who appreciates their family as well and that's something that you strive for as a parent yeah and when you don't have to worry about the person that your child is with man that is a relief it is so i showed my dad the message mm -hmm. and he's like wow yeah that's all he said he's like wow He's yeah. like, you're blessed. Yeah. You know? So. But, I mean, Liz, I mean I'm not saying that he will, but. Yeah. If something ever was to happen, though, that would be. Uh, <laughs> that would be a whole lot, of, whole lot of grace that you're bestowing upon him for him being how nice. I, I, don't even, I don't even want to talk to that area. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Because, you know. Uh, he mentioned on down in the the uh, message, he's like, uh, if you ever got to get hateful with me, I get it. And I was, because I mentioned, I was like, you know, it's kind of hard for me to let go of my baby daughter, right. like, and let another boy love her the way that I love her. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, so I'm not going to be your best friend just because it's weird. Because I, I, it's my daughter you know like she's the first female in the world that i would die for besides my grandmother and my mama right you know like right. damn but anyways mm-hmm. i just wanted to give a shout out to him for that yeah so that's very respectful it is i thought we were going to get to do this on monday i really yeah. did but like your job it is was very intense your job is almost like my job i mean it takes so much from you yeah you've noticed i don't text near as much do it and it's not that i'm mad it's i put out fires all day long and i hear people's problems Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go ahead and say this one because nobody knows where i work Mm -hmm. and the people that do know know Mm -hmm. i had a person tell me hey kevin just want to tell you that I'm two month or I'm two weeks late, and I'm like, we're not dating. Yeah, we are not dating. You don't have to tell me that. You don't, because if my wife sees that text message, yeah, yeah, like you don't have to tell me that. It's all good, you know. Congratulations, but like, you don't have to tell me. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. But can you imagine getting that message at five thirty in the morning? Oh God. Yeah. So, I, I can imagine 
if it popped up on my phone and my wife seen it. Oh my god. Could you would still be in the doghouse. No, I would be dead. <laughs> she would kill me and not ask any questions. Yeah, yeah. She would legit stab me. <laughs> did did you notice my boots? No. I love these boots. They're my most comfortable boots of all. Did you get them Dam- in Texas? Uh-uh. Damon's wife got. She she works at a boot store, mm-hmm. and I got them from there. They're so comfortable. Like most cowboy boots, they hurt your feet. Yeah, they're too narrow for me. I'd rather wear these as tennis shoes. I'd rather wear my Jordans. Back to country music. <laughs> Did you? Oh, speaking of Jordans. We go to the mall last weekend before my trip, and I was like, I need one more pair of jeans just because I won't have a washing machine, and I wear the same two jeans all all the time. Right. So my kids instantly thought that we're on a shopping spree. My daughter <laughs> brings in sixty pair, uh, $60 pair of jeans from American Eagle, and I don't want to tell her no. And my boy, he's the type that has always just wore jogging pants because that's the cool thing when you're 10 or 12. And he's like, I want a pair of jeans. I was like, awesome. I'll buy you some jeans right now at Old Navy. Got the jeans. I was like, now you need the boots. He sees some Jordan 4s, and he's like, Dad, I don't need the boots. I need the shoes. Mm -hmm. They're $140, and I don't know why you won't let me get them. (laughs) And I'm like, because you said you were going to wear boots. So, no, you're not getting the Jordan 4s. And that pissed him severely off. Well, boots are pretty expensive, too, though. They are, but it's cool. Not as cool as Jordans. Oh, come on now. Boots are cool in certain circles. Jordans I wear boots are universal. Everything. Yeah, I do need a good pair of tennis shoes. But see, with the boots, I get an inch and a half in height. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. So, you know, that that's why I'm happy to wear boots. Yeah. So, anyways, country music. You'd be like Ron DeSantis. Just put them little lifts in. Get them special made boots. Add an extra two inches of height. Did you, did you hear about that? I did not. Yeah. Let's hear it. That's like right before. <laughs> that came out right before he dropped out of the presidential race. Did he drop out? Yeah. There's that only two the people in it now. Florida, right? Yeah. Who's the two people? Trump and who? Nikki Haley. On the Republican side. Oh, okay. Nikki Haley. Is she the one that said that we should work till we're like 65? Or was that somebody else? I mean, that's what it is. We worked till 65. Well, it was like 75. It was more than I it think is so. now. I think so. She is the one that uh, most so. corporations are trying to back instead of Trump. to get. But she's not going to get No, the I mean, it, it's going to be Trump for the nomination. Now, do I think Trump's going to win the election? I have no clue. I don't know. I just wish he would go on the Joe Rogan podcast. He should. He, he had should Kid Rock last week. I know. Listen to it. I mean, like, if anybody in the world has the coolest contacts in their phone, yeah. it's Joe Rogan. It's got to be Joe, yeah. For I mean, sure. think about it. People line up to get on that show. He's had Bernie Sanders on, you know? Yeah. Just all across the spectrum. I mean, he, you know, I want him to RFK get RFK Jr. I tell you right now, he would be perfect for a political debate hands down like he, he you would, really he would ask some off the wall questions he would but you're gonna get honesty yeah. versus the bullshit that we're getting now. he's not gonna pull any punches either no but no he would be straight this is, what, fair. this is what irritates me about all those uh debates 
is they ask somebody a question and then they answer, but it's all drug out. Like it, it's, it's, they try an, to confuse you. It's an expanded question or, you know, answer to yes the question. No. Yeah. But I mean, you, you it's going to have to be explained. Like if you ask somebody their policy on something, then, you know, they're answering it and then somebody interrupts and then somebody else interrupts. And then they're like, all right, you have 10 seconds to finish up. Well, sometimes those answers are longer. That's why I think the best debate format would be like on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. Because you're not going to have anybody interrupting No you. live spectators. It's not like CNN trying to interview Just how we're sitting here talking now. Yeah. It, uh, uh, CNN did an interview with uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, not to get into politics, but... Uh, she asked him a question and he was answering her and he was being a little you know, long winded, but that's what politicians do to try to, you know, give you a little backstory to let you know why they feel the way they feel about it. Right. He was going into it, going into it, going into it. And he was answering her, her question. She kept just talking over him, trying to interrupt him. She asked him the question and she wouldn't let him answer it. And he finally, he said, look, I understand that you work for CNN and you probably have somebody in your ears saying interrupt him and stop him from talking right now. Just keep talking over him. But that's the issue with mainstream media. <laughs> like he was going on and on and on. It yeah. was really funny, but yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the kind of issue you run into is because you have all these networks who have their certain you know, stronghold, yeah. you know, uh, uh, CNN is a left wing, uh, yeah, a news station. And anytime there's anything that kind of counteracts it, they're going to try to stop it. And the same with Fox. Well, and I think what they have tried to do by getting rid of Trump, and with us even talking about this, this podcast may be flagged. Um, I feel like there's a code when you make it so high in politics like, Trump, he talked all that shit about what he was going to do with Hillary Clinton. But once he got into office, he went to work. And he let it go. He didn't do nothing to her. But it's like with Trump, they have got all these bogus charges that didn't do nothing yeah. except make him relatable to America. Yeah. You know how many people have bogus charges? Mm-hmm. A lot of his charges that he got are things that have been done by other you know normal people who haven't held political office for 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 decades and now it's pulling all this on them too because he did it just because he's in you know real estate a little bit they're trying to pin anything and everything on him and it's yeah trying to i guess you know sweep dirt on his name but i mean let's be real he has his followers. Joe Biden has people who support him. And there's a lot of them, more than I thought. Yeah. There really honestly yeah. is. And then you have the people who are anybody but Trump, and then you have people who are anybody but Biden. Yeah. But ultimately, when you throw in a third candidate with the Independent Party, like RFK Jr., who honestly, I would probably vote for him over the other two. Well, here's my thoughts on it. I feel like if 
Joe Biden was in office 25 years ago, he'd be sharp. He was. Yeah, 25 years ago was he's he in been office? He's been politics for 40 years. Well, I'm just saying like president yeah, of the United yeah. States. Um, if he was president he, then? Yeah, he wouldn't be as sought after as he is. Mm. Do I think that Trump is the greatest president of all time? Absolutely not. Do I feel like he loves America? A hundred percent. Yeah. I Do feel I, like if he spoke like a politician and if he didn't try to step on so many toes, he would be a lot more accepted by you know, people who aren't you know, Republican. Right. I feel like his uh, tone and the way he kind of presents himself it makes him seem arrogant. It's always going to push certain people away. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I mean, it's his, that, that's one of his strengths too. But the people who love him, that's what they love about him. Yeah. That's the he, only reason they love him like they do. Well, if you think about it, nobody threatened America when Trump was there because they had no damn clue what he'd do. <laughs> He's a wild card. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, there was not what's going on now. That's true. You know? Yeah. And well, and now you have, don't know what you don't know you, what you got. Have you watched that history movie about how the atomic bomb was made? Uh, Oppenheimer? Yes. I've not seen it yet. Oh my goodness, I love it. They they pushed a scientist into making this bomb mm-hmm. and then he regretted it for the rest of his life because he had no control of how they were gonna use it. And he kept having visions of people on fire, and it, it, he regretted it. Yeah. His greatest accomplishment was his worst fear. I'd heard such a great movie. That whole storyline. I mean, that's been well since you know, the forties when it happened. But I hadn't seen the movie. I want to, but I haven't seen it yet. They built a whole town, and the people that were working on the bomb had to stay there. They were babies that were born around the same time. Like, yeah. it was a whole town dedicated to the people working on the bomb. It's pretty cool. It's almost like how they used to do uh, in Eastern Kentucky with the coal mines. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have a town, so they built a company town. Put it right up there. They had company stores, and that's how you got your money. You didn't get money. You got credit at the company store. <laughs> right. Because that's the only place you needed to go. Well, yeah. And that's how all them families out there ended up so poor, well, <laughs> so downtrodden because it, of that. But yeah, if any company has ever done anybody wrong, I feel like it's the coal companies because they not they own the grocery stores and they own the coal mines. And like you said, at the end of the week, mm-hmm. they all had a debt at the coal mine with the grocery store mm-hmm. that was owned by the coal mine. So in order to eat, they had to get. Yeah, I mean, what else food. are you gonna do? You can't do nothing. You had else. no way to go nowhere else. There was yeah. no save a lot. Mm-mm. And by the way, that's just as expensive as going to food line. No, hundred percent. You know, food is so expensive now. It is. It's crazy. It's outrageous just to to fix a meal at home. It's so expensive. I mean, we've got to where we just you know every second night we'll go somewhere like Crackle Barrel. Because if we're going to spend the same amount, we might as well let somebody else cook it. Yeah, it's about true. And, I mean, it's sad. 
I, what worries me is the world that your kids and my kids are going to grow up in. Yeah. Like, how are they ever going to be able to afford a house when they're so overpriced? Yeah. All of them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't... I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it, at, at some point, yeah, people are just going to have to start you know, migrating to certain areas that aren't as built up and aren't as expensive and just kind of make their own little towns. Yeah. You know, with the whole, uh, yeah, some kind of economic system where, you know, uh, taxes are just used for what your community needs, not what another country needs. Right. That's why. But, I mean, I think ultimately that's what's going to have to happen. Yeah. How? Yeah. somebody got the peanut butter out yeah i mean the dog like (laughs) barked all in our episode Uh how's work going that's good it's just busy good busy 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 which i mean that's good they told us this week we're not allowed to work over 60 hours now well because the christmas rush is like well over right it is it is but there's still hours to be had I can go. Yeah. I can go somewhere and work almost every day. So that's good. It is. Right. But when I go certain places, I have to stay really late. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. It's all right. I'm not complaining. I like you know to work the extra time. I'd rather be off on the weekends because yeah. uh, see, my oldest uh, boy he just now started playing basketball. Um, he's had five games. I've made it to two. Oh, man. Because he plays every Saturday, and I'm, I always work Saturday. And you occasionally, don't stuff. occasionally he plays on Tuesday night. So I had to miss the Kentucky game last night, but I went and watched him play. I watched him. Well, good. Yeah, I dropped a basket. Isn't <laughs> so, it so funny? Man, he, I, wish he would, I wish he would run. He doesn't run. He tiptoes through the tulips. It's funny. He just tr- trots up and down the court. My boy, when he was that little, he would give the ball to his friend that was on the other team. Because he's like, here you go, bud. Yeah. And it's like, no, don't do that. He's on the other team. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of fascinating to watch all the kids out there. Because a lot of the kids, I mean, he's five. Yeah. A lot of people on his team and a lot of kids on the other team, they don't really know what's going on yet. No. Uh-huh. He understands what you're supposed to do. But he's just not to the point where he cares about doing what you're supposed to do. <laughs> he's excited just to be there. Yeah. He like yeah. he likes his plan. When are we eating snacks? Mm-hmm. You know? He was excited about, oh, I get to pass the ball to people. Although he only passed it once. Yeah. I will say that. <laughs> but he only shot once and he hit it. Actually, no, he shot twice. He hit one of them. But D- Did you have any high winds last night? Yeah. We almost lost the trampoline again. Oh, Lord. It blew up against the kennel and it stopped it. <laughs> that was the only way we didn't lose it. It wasn't as much last night as it was early this morning. Yeah. yeah. I, I I was going to Louisville and turned around in Bonneville because it was so bad. I was like, I'm not getting hit by a semi. It got rough. It did. Yeah. I mean, I took the old road back with flashers on the whole mm-hmm. time. It, well, yeah, I would be afraid to be on the interstate because it will blow a truck over. I've seen it. Yeah. And, I mean, there's a lot of truck drivers who just keep rolling. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to drive on through it. Some of them cats are very ballsy. 
Yeah. You never and I'm know like, when a big big gust of wind's gonna take the whole thing over. Well, and I freak out if I can't see ten feet in front of me. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, it's not safe. So anyways, do you yeah. have anything to talk about? Um uh, trying to think. We've been talking for a while. Uh, we have. We've went an hour and seven minutes. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Because I, I, I don't want to give, you know, I want to give the artists that you're yeah. talking about proper time. Yeah. You know. So I, I guess. I can get some more information yeah. on them later because there's yeah. not a whole lot out there. We'll save who it is. We can just be updating our fans on yeah. our lives. You, you know. Go. Which, I mean, it's been a while since we've been able to talk to them, so it makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, before we get off here, I'd just like to say, if everyone listening could keep my family and my mom in your prayers, I would really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I did want to ask you something. All right. You brought up the halftime show. Yeah. Did you see Little John out there? See, if I did, I don't remember who it was. Was he the one with the, like, the afro? No, it ludicrous. Okay. So, no. I didn't see Little John. He was out there. He was going to perform in Glasgow. He was supposed to. That's what I'm going to talk to you about. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you about that. All right. So, uh, Little John, which, I mean, let's be real about it. Uh, Little John, when he was his biggest, he was always Robin. He was never Batman. What was his biggest song? He was in Yeah. uh, Yeah, the song they performed. How, how does that go? Yeah. Uh, peace up. A-Town down. Oh, dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun. But. Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That That's was his John. entire line. That's his taglines. That's it. He had some so good songs. So he's a hype man. He's, does he have any full-blown songs? He does. But you don't really can, hear them on the radio. Can you cue up his biggest song? Just yeah. so I know who we're talking about. Let me see. I mean, I've heard. Yeah, well, that's like Kirk Franklin. You know who Kirk Franklin is. And the New Nation? Yeah. No, yeah. Kirk Franklin. That's his band, yeah. and the New Nation. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. He's more, I've tried to listen to him, but like, he doesn't really sing. He just hypes people up. Yeah, he sings. Yeah, but it's not as much as hyping. Mm-hmm. He's a hyper. He does a lot more singing than Little John does. Yeah. Let me see. Where's Little John from? Atlanta. Okay. ATL. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. You know this one. Wow. I don't think you're hooked in. There you go. Oh, yeah. Turn down for what? Mm-hmm. He's got that one. Turn down for what? And he had shots. I don't know if I heard that. Shots, 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 shots. So he's a hype. Basically. Okay. I like the first one better. This is my favorite one. Oh, yeah. Tap your finger. Do your finger. Now, when did that come out? I'm thinking 2004 ish. It's around something like that, yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, 2006. Okay. Now, let me see everybody do this. Yeah. Let's go. Stop your fingers. Do your step. You can do it all by yourself. Let me see you do it. Hey. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. 
<laughs> so, have you had this in your vehicle jamming? No. Never? No. Really? I mean, I have It's just college. like you were at a situation and somebody had it playing in the background. I've been to many college you know, parties where that was playing. Or like bars. It probably still is playing. Yeah, dance clubs. Here's what I want to talk to you about. So, Glasgow was going to have him perform at the Plaza. Yeah. Did you know how much the tickets were? They were like $125, right? They were. It was like 140 bucks. Which, in today's time, it makes sense. They had to pay him their cancellation fee just for them to hold his name as he was going to be there. It was uh, $55,000. They had to pay him fifty-five grand just to cancel on him. So how much was it to book him? For him to play there, it was a lot. But he's not really playing because he doesn't have a band. It doesn't matter. So That's what they paid. Their, their seats would have been $140,000. So how much was he by himself? Oh, it wasn't going to make the money back. They were they were already taking a loss. They were just... They didn't sell 50% they, of the tickets. Well, they, they need to, to fire the whoever their booking agent is. You know who it was? Who? It's the person who is spearheading the... Helping the hard work. Our new county judge executive. Really? Yeah. She wants to help people out. So she's going to spend all this money because that's what people in the community see. So the young people see... She's bringing all this. She brought in El King. Yeah. She brought in Nelly. She brought in all these people that she's brought in. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, is she making money? What was on the some original contract? On amount? some of them. Because El King's probably she made 100, money on 100 that grand. One. She made money on that one. So that's 40 grand, but you had to put up 100 to make 40. She, well, tickets also. Well, and that's not counting the insurance on the building. Yeah. Because you have to purchase insurance for each show, mm-hmm. which is a million dollars. Yeah. So that rounds up to about $900 for two hours of insurance. But I'm so, not sure. I mean, what's your King's... thoughts? I mean. I'm not. I'm not, a, in, I'm not a big fan of it. You don't think that that's a good way to generate money? No, because she's taking a loss. Well, in that situation, she did. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing... So whatever they made before, they've already lost. If they had to give him 50000 for doing nothing. It's not a fundraiser, though. That's the the issue. She's doing it just to to help the hard work. And that's great in theory. But when you're just taxing the hardworking... And then losing all their money on something that only so many people are going to get to enjoy. I, there wasn't anybody. There was, I think, 40% of the tickets got sold and they all got refunded. But was it a foundation that paid for it or was it our tax money? It, I'm pretty positive that it came out of the county judge executive's pot. You think so? Pretty positive. Because they works. couldn't present it as the helping the hard working if it did. I mean, that's my thought. That's who. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm that, just suggesting. I don't know if that is the name of the foundation she's like set up, helping the hard work, and that's what she calls the whole concert series. Yeah, helping the hard work. 
So, and like her thought is to bring all of these artists in so people here can enjoy them locally and then spend the money on the concerts locally instead of which i mean i understand that yeah and I like because that. if it's 140 time you went to nashville you're gonna yeah. spend over that oh, yeah. yeah you know that firsthand 100 but my issue is not her having concerts what's your issue my issue is who decided little john was a good person to get that's what I was about to say. Put me on that board. Put you on that board. Yeah. We will help you find talent that is nowhere near that price and that will sell it out. Mm-hmm. Here's another issue with it. The guy who got you know, voted out and from being the county judge executive, I had I had some dealings with him because I, I used to sell cleaning supplies and stuff that they use for... Uh, you know, city department, county, you know, road departments and all that. I know what he was concentrated on. And it was stuff that we need. Yeah. <laughs> like the roads and parks and all that stuff. He was, every minute of his day was concentrating on getting something accomplished around the county. Yeah. I've not seen anything. She and she might be doing a ton of things, but I've not seen anything. All I've seen yeah. is these concerts. Well, now I know the guy that you're talking about, Mister Hale. Mm-hmm. He helped get the EMTs closer to the airport, which made sense. Mm-hmm. That's where they needed to be. And I've never met him, never shook his hand, never had a conversation with him. But everybody that I talked to said that he was, you know, hard to deal with. But like I hadn't heard your version of it, yeah. so I'm not judging him. Mm-hmm. But I really think that that's an outside foundation. I could be wrong completely. I, I just know she brought it. She yeah. brought it into the whole thing. I and see. I just don't, I don't think that is a good allocation of, of money. If it is an outside foundation, I would have thought they're that. wasting money. You could have paid a lawyer less than 50,000 to fight that. I, I would have not paid him 50,000 to not show up. Well, that's part of the contract though. They signed a contract with him. And he said, and if, I mean, you, if you cancel so, it, you're paying me this. This is the well, cancellation. If fee. that's the, then they paid the half. So he's a hundred grand, mm-hmm. which don't make any sense that he would be a hundred grand. No. Now, he did just play on the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but a hundred grand, come on, people. Yeah. Not yeah, for somebody who's never been Batman. You could have got like four decent country artists mm-hmm. for half of that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Chris Jansen's coming back. Yeah. You need to make time to go. Yeah, I need to go. He I'm is not awesome. seen him yet. He will play the songs that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah. will. Yeah. Because that's how he is. Yeah. I'll call him. All right, you do that. Yeah. I'll get call on top of that. let him know. <laughs> well, that's all I got. Yeah. You I got anything? We've, we've rambled on enough. I feel like we have. We'll call this the BS episode. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say that because yeah. my grandpa was included in this. One. Right, I'll so. think of a of a good name. Yeah, I'll think about it. Use your talents. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All you right. go ahead and cue us out of here. Thanks, folks. Remember to like, share, rate, review, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Tell your friends, neighbors, brothers, sons, sisters, cousins, aunts, uncles, all that good stuff. We love you. Stay safe. God bless. Hasta mañana.
This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and catch y'all next time.